Oh, thank, thank you very much. Uh, I'm afraid I'm not going to be very much more sanguine than uh, you were, but there we are. Um, last night I talked um, about um, the extent to which cultural heritage could be used to promote or establish positive peace. I think everybody agrees that cultural heritage does have a part to play uh, in that process. Um, but today I'm actually talking about what prospects there are for restoring cultural heritage in Iraq. So I'm very, I hope briefly, going to um, describe to you what's happened, repeating a little bit of what I said last night, I'm afraid, uh, and then I'm going to talk about um, reconstruction. So I'm going to quickly um, go through what's happened um, just before um, and after um, 2003. This is not. Oh, is it not? Oh, brilliant. Okay, yeah. Um, it's usually supposed that all the damage uh, started uh, during and after the first Gulf War. This is an example of um, self-inflicted. Uh, damage. It's uh, an important archaeological site turned into uh, a military outpost by the Iraq army and what you see um, are defensive positions and so on for their tanks. Well, coming on to the first Gulf War, um, as I described yesterday and as you know, um, the museum was, um, was trashed. The Iraq Museum in Baghdad, that is, there's still about um, 9,000 objects missing as far as we can work out. Um, these are horrific scenes from inside the museum. Two of the objects which are, are still missing, this wonderful um, ivory is out there somewhere if it hasn't been destroyed. Um, in some cases, damage came about in a different way. This was an object which was in the vault of the Raffidane Bank, which unfortunately was flooded. And of course, uh, ancient ivories and flood water don't mix very well together. Um, this is the museum in Mosul, which already in uh, 2003 um, was quite um, badly damaged. Uh, there was lots of looting of uh, archaeological uh, sites. This is the site called um, Isin. Every one of these holes represents the excavation of a looter. Um, at Ur, the um, famous iconic site of Ur of the Chaldees is a slightly um, different uh, problem. There wasn't much war damage um, there, a certain amount of damage from rockets and uh, that sort of thing. These are rockets fired by insurgents at the airbase, the, um, uh, the, the, um, um, the, uh, the, the holes that you see uh, here. But the problem with Ur is it's next to a massive airbase, the largest military airbase in the Middle East called um, Talil, uh, which was home to, at its peak, um, thousands of um, uh, allied um, soldiers. And the problem um, here um, was not damage so much, but the fact that the area was completely out of bounds for Iraqis. And uh, one very embarrassing um, occasion for me was when I arrived at the site with the Iraqi uh, director of antiquities and I was allowed in and he wasn't. So that's the sort of thing I'm afraid which did happen at that time. I'm coming on now to two years ago. Um, this of course is the video released by ISIS about the uh, damage in the uh, Mosul Museum 
which is very extensive. It's very unfortunate that at the time the press carried reports that most of the objects that were destroyed were casts. This is actually not true. Most of them were indeed originals which had been left behind. Uh, in the museum. I think now, incidentally, uh, there's uh, allegedly absolutely nothing left uh, in, in, in the museum, just piles of um, fragments and, uh, and rubble. This is still a Mosul Museum. Um, now, Nineveh, in the same video, this was the first of the cultural heritage videos released by um, ISIS. Um, they also included um, Nineveh, and uh, this is uh, seen from the Nergal Gate, um, first excavated in the 19th century, uh, where these um, Assyrian gateway figures, the, um, the, hu the winged uh, human-headed lions, um, were destroyed. And this man here, uh, on, on the left, who's saying um, the prayers, has actually been um, identified as an ISIS member from Saudi Arabia. She's demonstrating uh, the sort of involvement that there has been uh, in all of this. Uh, now Nimrud, um, it's um, an iconic site, the, the, the best preserved and the most famous of the Assyrian capitals dating from the 9th and 7th century. Uh, what you see here is the ziggurat up on the top and a view looking down from the ziggurat into the palace of the king called Ashurnasirpal II. Uh, and this is what, was now, what has now been more or less completely destroyed. And what was so special about it, it's the only place uh, in the whole of the region uh, where you could actually see uh, Assyrian, an Assyrian palace to some extent as it would have looked like uh, um, originally. Um, this was the, um, uh, it's not actually, this is not, uh, some of the brickwork is restored, but uh, the reliefs themselves and the gateway figures are all um, original ones, still in their um, original positions. And the wonderful thing is that some of them um, still had paint on them. As you can see that the man's beard is black. All of the uh, reliefs in the British Museum and elsewhere have been scrubbed clean in the 19th century, so you can't see any pigment on them um, at all. Uh, well, this is all part of the uh, video, the destruction um, going on. Um, the barrels of explosive placed around the throne room, uh, a massive explosion and uh, the subsequent pile of rubble, which made it look, certainly, uh, as if everything had been completely um, destroyed. Um, moving on to Hatra, also a lot of damage at this um, very um, iconic um, World Heritage Site. Um, here are the pictures in um, another video of all that um, happening. Um, beyond the Assyrian capitals, um, some very famous buildings have been destroyed. The earliest mosque in Iraq, the Arba'in Mosque in Tikrit, with an adjoining church, reduced um, to rubble. Uh, this is the um, Nebi Yunus, it's called, the tomb of Jonah at um, Nineveh. The minaret of this mosque was a landmark and could be seen from many miles away. And altogether, in Mosul itself, just in Mosul, more than 100 um, churches, uh, shrines, and monuments have been um, destroyed. I mean, more than destroyed, they've been completely leveled so that the, uh, the sites of many of these places are now car parks. 
Um, okay, well, coming on now to reconstruction, there's been uh, a certain amount of uh, reconstruction since 2003. Um, this is the Al-Askari Mosque in Samara, bombed in 2006. Um, that's now um, been restored um, with money actually come. It's a Shia mosque, of course, with money coming um, from um, Iran. Um, Babylon has also been the subject of a certain amount of work. Babylon was um, quite badly damaged um, through having been turned into a military camp by the Americans firstly, and then it was occupied by the Polish army. They built this military camp bang, on, bang in the middle of um, ancient Babylon, um, caused a lot of damage um, in the uh, process. Um, but happily, uh, you see, this is one of the trenches dug, 170 meters long, this trench is, on the, on the top left side. But, um, uh, yes, uh, this, is, uh, this is bad. This is a, a picture of, um, of um, antiquities uh, retrieved during uh, a search of departing um, military personnel from uh, Babylon. Um, but happily, uh, the World Monuments Fund and the State Department's now given a lot of money um, for Babylon um, to be restored. And the first stage in this process is the formation um, of a management plan. And a lot of work has actually already uh, been put into this uh, management plan. And the prospects for Babylon do look now um, quite good. Uh, another success story is Basra. Um, this is one of the palaces of Saddam Hussein, which has been turned into a museum. It was um, surveyed in 2008 by uh, Rupert Burridge, who was then with the um, Royal Engineers, was deemed to be a suitable location for a new museum for Basra. The Iraq Department of Antiquities is very happy um, about that. Um, plans were drawn up. And um, I'm pleased to say that, uh, you know, well, this, well, that was in 2008. Work's been ongoing since then. But one of the galleries, the one labeled Basra Gallery, which is at the top right, uh, opened um, last uh, September. And uh, we've now actually got money from the Cultural Protection Fund to pay for uh, cases and refurbishment in the remaining galleries. And uh, the plan is that the whole thing should be opened in 2019. And already it's a popular place um, for school visits, which is great. Now, coming back to um, Nimrud, what chance of reconstruction there? Well, happily, the damage is not quite as bad as it appeared to be in that ISIS video. And it's absolutely clear that these ISIS, I, the main purpose of these ISIS videos is propaganda. This is, um, these photographs taken by um, a recent tour um, of inspection of Nimrud. Um, by Eleanor Robson and uh, uh, an Iraqi woman called Leila Saleh, who's been an absolute heroine in visiting um, these places. And you can see that the, the ground plans um, of, the, uh, of the palace are still visible, actually. And um, the destruction, although it's bad, it's not quite as bad as had been thought. And uh, I think given uh, money and resources, if the capacity were there and the will were there, it probably would be possible um, to uh, restore it. Whether it will actually happen, um, I can't say. 
Um, but you see, it's a massive jigsaw puzzle, really. It, it is something that could be done. Uh, Nineveh is more problematic. This is the mosque of, uh, of Jonah, Nebi Yunus, as you see. It's on top of what was uh, a, an archaeological site, an archaeological mound, but there had never been excavations in this archaeological mound because of the sanctuary situated on the, on the top of it. Uh, well, what's happened is that uh, tunnels have been dug now underneath the mosque underneath the site of the mosque um, by uh, ISIS. Um, and incidentally, it seems that they've come across some ancient Assyrian reliefs um, in, these, uh, in these tunnels. Um, but the problem, uh, there you can see, see them there. Um, now the problem is that uh, the Saudis have come along with um, an offer to rebuild the mosque and promised huge amounts of money um, to do that. The difficulty is that uh, the site is obviously severely undermined now by all these tunnels um, underneath it. So what's going to happen, uh, I, I really don't know. Um, the, the worst scenario, I suspect, is that the tunnels all just get filled with concrete or something like that, or piers get sunk down into the ancient archaeological site, causing um, a massive amount more uh, damage is very unclear. We'll have to, I think it's um, a question of watch this space um, with uh, that one, but I and other archaeologists are obviously um, very worried about it. Well, what prospects for peace um, in uh, Iraq? As I said, I'm not really very much more hopeful um, than uh, Lydia, but i just like to uh, take your minds back to the root of the problem uh, which, to my mind, is in 1917, at the end of the um, First World War and the subsequent um, Cairo Conference of um, 1921. Um, if I could just remind you of the situation in 1917, you see that what's now Iraq is divided into... Um, <laughs> These three provinces, there's another one actually, Kuwait down at the bottom, but basically Mosul, Baghdad, and Basra. And what happened after 1921 um, is that uh, uh, when the state of Iraq was uh, created, not only were the um, Ottoman provinces um, dismembered, but basically the whole of the Ottoman administration was um, swept away. We're talking about the Ottoman um, civil service, the justice system, and all that sort of thing, which did actually work um, rather well. It was a terrible mistake to have done that, and that mistake was again repeated in, in 2003. Um, but the point I want to make now is just Bear in mind these uh, provincial divisions, and I'm coming on now to the religious divisions in Iraq. What you've got um, is Shias down at the bottom here, Sunnis in the center, and Kurds at the top, obviously with some intermixture um, in the areas where they abut each other. Now, if we put these two maps together, you see that uh, the Ottoman divisions exactly follow the religious divisions that existed um, in Iraq. And um, the problem now, of course, is trying to bring um, all these things together and to perpetuate this idea 
of a state of Iraq, which possibly uh, is something which just isn't going to work. I don't know. I wish I could be more, more hopeful, more sanguine, but I'm afraid I can't. I'm sorry. But hopefully, you know, things will work out all right, and hopefully uh, a lot of these monuments will get rebuilt. Thank you very much.